Hey fam, hello, hello, hello. Family, I'm here with a word, okay? And I'm gonna let you know now, I got 5011 children up in this house, okay? So if you hear some yelling, I already warned you, but it should be good. It should be good. They got the pep talk. But what God has been saying to me, what he put in my spirit is he is preparing a table for you in the presence of your enemies. God is preparing a feast for you in the presence of your enemies. And God said, think it not strange when your enemies begin to surround you, but look to the hills because your redemption draws near, right? He's saying that he is going to allow the enemy to watch you feast, okay? So first he led me to... Isaiah 25, and it says, O Lord, I will honor and praise your name, for you are my God. You do such wonderful things. You planned them long ago, and now you have accomplished them. You turn mighty cities into heaps of ruins. Cities with strong walls are turned to rubble. Beautiful palaces in distant lands disappear and will never be rebuilt. Therefore, strong nations will declare your glory. Ruthless nations will fear you. But you are a tower of refuge to the poor, O Lord, a tower of refuge to the needy in distress. You are a refuge from the storm and a shelter from the heat. For the oppressive acts of ruthless people are like a storm beating against a wall or like the relentless heat of the desert. But you silence the roar of foreign nations as the shade of a cloud cools relentless heat. So the boastful song of the ruthless people are, are still. In Jerusalem, Lord of Heavens will spread a wonderful feast for all the people of the world. It will be a delicious banquet with clear, well-aged wine and choice meat. There he will remove the cloud of gloom and the shadow of death that hangs over the earth. Listen, right there, God is saying he has prepared this feast. He said dinner ready. He said it's time to eat, child. It's time to eat. He allowed your enemies to encamp around you just so they have to watch him display his glory through you. Think it not strange that these things is happening, says the Lord. He said, think it not strange. He said, but he is showing people his magnificence through you, through your life. He said, yes, he has brought the crowd. But he said, because he wants the crowd to witness his goodness. He wants the crowd to testify of, of, of his glory. He has chosen you. So it's time to remove the gloom. And that shadow of death that hangs over the earth that's, that's around you, it's time to remove it. It says he will swallow up death forever. The sovereign Lord will wipe away all tears. He will remove forever all insults and mockery against his land and people. The Lord has spoken. God has his mindset on giving you this breakthrough, over giving you this blessing, over honoring you where you've been dishonored. His mind has been made up, child. His mind is made up. And he said, now is the time to act. He says that he was in rooms that you were not in. He heard what people said about you. He he can he knows the innermost thoughts of people. He knows how people really felt about you. He he knows it all. And he said now now they have to watch you feast. I want you to remember that we wrestle not against flesh and blood.
we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Thinking not strange what's going on in your life. Don't think it's strange. It says, in that day, people will proclaim, this is our God. We trusted in him and he saved us. This is the Lord in whom we trusted. God said, that is going to be your testimony right there. This Verse 9, in that day, the people will proclaim, this is our God. We trusted in him and he saved us. Faith in Jesus is what's going to save you. Your own good works, that does not save you. You keeping the law, that does not save you. Trusting in Jesus Christ is what saves you. Trusting in the finished work of the cross is what saves you. This is the Lord in whom we trusted. Let us rejoice in the salvation he brings. For the Lord's hand of blessing will rest on Jerusalem. But Moab, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo, my, my thing just glitched. Ugh, listen, my Bible app just glitched, but we back at it. For the Lord's hand of blessing will rest on Jerusalem, but Moab will be crushed. It will be like straw trampled down and left to rot. God will push down Moab's people as a swimmer pushes down water with his hands. He will end their pride and all their evil works. The high walls of Moab will be demolished. They will be brought down to the ground, down into the dust. God is saying he is bringing down your enemies and he is exalting you in this season. You will be exalted. God said you will be vindicated. God says that the lies that was spoken on you, people will now see the truth clearly. People will no longer hang on to the lies that they heard about you, but they will see you for themselves. They will really see who you are and whose you are for themselves. God says he is vindicating you. You have been stamped, okay, with, 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 with the mark of God. God has marked you. You are his. He has sealed you. You are his. And if he before you, who can be against you? God says it's time to eat. He said it's time to eat, my child. It's time to eat. It's time to feast. Okay? Let me... um. Oh, listen, because God just put that in my spirit. The Last Supper, that was God preparing a feast in the presence of Jesus's enemy's child. They thought that they was about to murder him. They thought that, that, that they was about to just kill him off, but they had no clue about this resurrection child. They didn't know nothing about that resurrection because if they did, they would have never did what they did, child. If they would have known that they was helping the they would have never did it, child. God needs you to understand that the table is set. <laughs> The table is set. When he told the disciples to go get the stuff, it was already done. They just had to go do what Jesus said. God said, this is the part where you walk it out. But the table is ready. Everything is in order. He said, get ready to eat. He said, I hope you brought your appetite. Mm. He said, I hope you brought your appetite. Listen. Who else was it, Lord? Who else was it? Okay, let me go back up to the wine. He said in verse six, it says, it will be a delicious banquet with clear, well-aged wine and choice meats. This, that new wine, 
well-aged wine. This is the best wine. God said he's doing something new with you. He said you a whole different wineskins. They ain't never seen you before. He said what he has placed inside of you is nothing old. He said he couldn't just patch it up. He couldn't just use you as a patch. He said he had to give you a whole new wineskin. Your story is going to look very different. Your testimony is going to look very different. But God said he is in the midst. God said he is with you. God said he has went before you. Even what the enemy thought he meant for your bad guy is saying, I'm flipping it for your good. Can't nothing be against you. Everything is for you are my child, says the Lord. He said, and if I be for you, who can be against you? Even your enemies have to come and bow down to your feet. Do you not get it? <laughs> do you not get it? He said, I have filled you with splendor. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm showing you off. It's the set time. Hmm. Child, let's go to Psalms. Oh my goodness. Now he got me thinking about Esther. Yes. Holy spirit. Haman thought that that banquet was to honor him. Haman thought that the feast was prepared for him, child. But let me tell you something. He ain't know about Esther. He didn't know who Esther was. He didn't know Esther's identity. God prepared that feast for Esther in the presence of her enemy. Esther was just obedient and walking out what the Lord said. She was obedient even if it meant losing her life. She was obedient to the calling over God's life. And today, God is telling me to tell somebody, just be obedient. He said, yes, I've placed you in the kingdom. Yes, I've placed you right in front of Haman. But he said, you shall impale Haman on that pole that he impaled you on. And listen, the Lord moved Vashti out the way. He said, let me get, that was a counterfeit. Let me move that Vashti out so Esther can take the throne as I ordained her to take the throne. But it was a Haman sitting there. And that Haman in your life, he's about to get impaled on the pole he meant for you. He meant it for your bed. He thought, he thought because you wouldn't bow down that he was going to be able to hang you. He thought, he thought, he thought. But that's all that it was. It was a thought. Listen, he ain't know about that third day. That's what I just got to keep on telling you. He ain't know about that third day. God said we spit in the block and we resurrecting on him. We spit in the block and we resurrecting on him. They going to see it. And yes, people going to be mad. People going to be mad. But guess what? God's still good. <laughs> God's still good, okay? People could be bad, but God's still good. Keep walking this thing out by faith and not by sight. It don't matter what it looked like. It don't matter what's going on. It don't matter none of that. It matters by what you know God told you in the secret place. Stop doubting yourself. You know what God has spoken to you. God says, stop doubting me. Mm, Jesus. It says, Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect me and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me. In the presence of my enemies, <laughs> you honor me by anointing my head with oil. Listen, God said he pouring that oil out a couple episodes way, 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 way back. We talked about how God said he pouring that oil out. Just like how Samuel came and poured that oil out on, um, what's his name, David? And everybody had to sit there and watch David be anointed. And the spirit of the, of the Lord came 
powerfully upon David from that day on, child. Yes, David had his issues with Saul. Yes, David, but he was still a mighty warrior. Yeah, people, Saul was jealous of him. Yeah, he was running. Yeah, he had to go and hide it. But guess what? The Lord was with David. It was because the anointing on David's life. Child, just like Elijah. Elijah, once, once, he, once he defeated the, pro, the false prophets of Baal, he was running from Jezebel. But God was with Elijah. Child, God is with you just like he was with them. He said, this oil has already been poured out over your life. He said, I am with you. He said, I am very much with you. He said, people see, when they see you, they see me. They see it even if they don't tell you they see it. They know. It's something about you. Because greater he that is in you than he that is in the world. God says, listen, I am with you. Period. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Period. Listen, today, this day, God is saying he is with you. He said, I'm with you. I don't, I know that this situation, it ain't looking the best, but he says, I'm with you. What you going through, you didn't think, you didn't think the blessing was going to look like this, but he said, I'm with you. I have a plan. You have to just keep walking, keep walking this thing out. It's not going to look like what you thought it was going to look like. But listen, let me tell you something about God, right? God will give you that ending part. He'll give you that promised land. I'm bringing you into land flowing with milk and honey. But the Lord don't tell you about the Amalekites. <laughs> he don't tell you about the Hivites. He'll tell you about the Jezebites. He'll tell you about the things. He'll tell you that you're going to be hungry a couple of days. He ain't going to tell you you're going to be thirsty because if he told you, then you, you going, you're not going to trust him. You're going to run away in fear. You're not going to want to do what God called you to do. So God going to give you that promise. He's going to say, bang, bang, bang. This is your promise. I'm taking you to the land flowing milk and honey. Everything, everything that you touch, everything you see from here to the together is yours, right? But then as you walk into the land God is, has said was yours, you start going through these different battles. You start, things start happening. You start seeing things and you just like, this is not what you said. But God said, listen, I need you to thug this thing out till we get there. He said, listen, this battle isn't going to be given to the swiftest, but it's given to the one that can endure. He said, listen, I, I, I got I to gotta cultivate you before you get into this land. He said, because what you think, you're, what you think, you got you to gotta be able to protect what I'm giving you. I want you to see the mighty arm of the Lord, just like how I, I heart and Pharaoh's heart. He said, I heart and Pharaoh's heart to display my, my miraculous signs and wonders throughout Egypt. He said, listen, this is for my glory. He said, in your life, everybody will see the hand of God. Everyone will see it. What I've spoken to you, what I've whispered into your ear in the midnight, he said, now it's time to shout it boldly when daylight comes. 
It's time for people to see this thing. It's time to run. It's time to thug this thing out. It's time to walk this thing out. You know what God spoke to you. Stop doubting yourself because you know what God has spoken to you. You know what God has promised you. Stop doubting yourself because it doesn't look like what you thought it was going to look like. God says you still get into the land. I didn't tell you how you was getting to the land, but I told you you get into the land. If I would have told you too much, you would have tried to put your hand in it. If I would have told you too much, you would have tried to manipulate the situation. He said, no. So I had to bring you the long route. He said, I had to bring you the long way. So you, I could take you out your comfort zone. So all you can do is lean on me and not your understandings. He said, I, he said, I, 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 I very well, um, I very well know that. This don't look like what you thought. He said, I know you. this situation does not look like how you thought it was going to look. But he said, I'm leading you anyway. Yeah, you didn't think things was going to go this way. But he said, I'm leading you still. You're still going into the land. It just isn't in a way that you thought. Because I told you my ways are nothing like your ways. And my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts. I told you that. And now you're seeing it. I need you to stop clinging on to your own understandings. But acknowledge me in all your ways and I will keep on directing your steps. God is not bringing you into the land in your comfort zone. So I need you to get that out of there. God said you're going to be uncomfortable. So I need you to get that out. I need to get that out there right now. You're going to be uncomfortable. It's going to feel uncomfortable. Because the weight of God's glory is big. The calling on your life is heavy. The promises on your life is heavy. So God said you didn't think you was going to experience no pressure. But he said keep going. Endure. It's your due season, but you got to endure. Listen, when harvest season happened, the farmer's going to be like, okay, harvest is here. No, now it's time to get to work. Now it's time to pluck these fruits. Now it's time to package the things up. Now it's time to sell it. It's time to ship it. It's, 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 time, it's time to separate the, the wheat from the tear. So let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> this don't look like what you thought, but it's your harvest. This harvest don't look like what you thought it was going to look like. And I know for a fact, this harvest don't look like what you thought it was going to look like. But God said, he, you reaping the harvest. Keep going. You're going to see the fruits of your labor if you keep on pushing through. Child, when you in labor, sometimes you could be in labor for hours and or days. But you know, at the end of it, you're going to have that baby. God said, this is the final stretch. This that final stretch. You reaping it. You right in your land. God said you in the land. You in the field. He said, now just allow the Lord to keep working through you. Stop leaning on your own understandings. Okay? So I'm going to pray for you. Then I'm going to let you go. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank you. 
for just this day, Father God. I thank you for the daily bread you have given us, Father God. I thank you for your word, Father God. I thank you for your 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 glory, Lord. I thank you for your peace, Father God. I thank you just for your mercy, Lord. For for we have new mercy every day, God. You're so merciful, Lord. You're so full of compassion. And I praise you because that's who you are. You are Yahweh, Lord. And I just thank you. Father, I'm praying for your child receiving this word, Lord. I pray that you begin to fill her with your peace. Fill her with your joy, Lord. Fill her with your patience, Father God. And Lord, I pray that as she keeps on receiving the harvest that you promised her, Lord, that each day you continue to blow her mind, Father God, on how you work, Lord, how it works in your kingdom, Lord. I pray that every Vashti in her life is disposed, Father God, that's in her way. Vashtis be disposed, Father God. And I pray that every Haman is impaled on the pole that they meant for Mordecai, Lord, that they meant for her. Impale them enemies on that pole that they tried, they thought they was about to hang her on, Lord. I pray that your child begins to rest like Esther when she was reclining, Lord, and Haman fell at her feet, Father God. I pray that she experienced that peace, that rest, Lord, knowing that it is finished, Father God. I pray that she stays obedient to you, Father, and she doesn't she doesn't fall under pressure, Lord, but she keeps going. Renew her strength as an eagle, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just give you a name. All the glory, honor, and praise. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Okay. Family, I'm telling you, you reaping the harvest God promised you. It's harvest season. Your harvest is ripe. It's just looking a little different. Because God's not, you You had a thought in your mind what it was going to be. But God said, uh-uh, I need you to come up higher. That's not, that's not, that, that was a cute, that was cute what you thought. That was cute. But that's not how I want to do it, says the Lord. That's not how I want to do it. Come up higher. Come up higher in your ways of thinking. Come up higher. When you come up higher, you begin to see things as I see them. You begin to change your perspective. Listen, God says if you want your your strength renewed like an eagle, you got to come up higher. Eagles don't soar with the birds, but they come up higher. Only other eagles can come and soar with the other eagles, and then they mount their wings, and they just ride the wind. The eagles, they soar in the storm. They prefer the storm, okay? So if you want to have your strength renewed, you got to come up higher. Come up higher. Ask God to show you how he sees. God is so good. And he's he he you 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 just you just can't count him out. You, God or have it had the situation looking like there's no way it can turn in your favor. Then suddenly he just moves and it's just like a domino effect, child. As soon as I said suddenly, I just seen a domino, just one domino go down. You know how we not one domino down, it just all violently starts to go. And God is saying that is how your harvest is. He says, He says, hit it. Today he has hit that first domino. And he said, Now it's just a domino effect, child. You are about to see the fruits of your labor. Do not faint. Okay. I love you guys so, 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 so much. And let's not forget that most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.